You know I'm right on football. Nick Durst here and filling in for Joe Calabrese this week is Anthony Paradiso from inthezone.io. Big New York Rangers fan and a big New York Giants fan. He's got Darius Slayton on his fantasy team, so he's going to try to talk about Darius Slayton nonstop. Anthony, how are you doing this morning? I'm doing phenomenal. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. All right, so let's get into it. We got, we'll, uh, I'll go over some news here. And uh, before I do that, I just wanted to you know, let everybody know that this show, You Know I'm Right on Football, is sponsored by American Betting Experts, one of the largest licensed sports and casino vendors in the U.S. We have teamed together to provide a special gaming offer to all Landry Football followers and podcast listeners. Here's what you do. Go to our website, LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located in the upper right side of the page. Pick among the gaming sites legal in your state, such as BetMGM, DraftKings, FanDuel, and PointsBet. Sign up and instantly receive an account, deposit, match, or risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000. It's that easy. Again, go to LandryFootball.com. Click on the ad located on the upper right side of the page and get into the action with a special offer for American betting experts. So, of course, there's definitely some money to be made there. And you could also just go over to visit nj.pointsbet.com and enter the promo code FREECASH, all cast one word, and walk away with your winnings as well. And we just want to thank everybody for being a part of our Twitch broadcast today. And there's two things you need to do. Hit the follow button. It's a little hard at the top right of the screen that automatically send you a message every time we are live and a link to the show and secondly chat with us chat with us on twitch say hi say anything ask us some questions and we will certainly certainly give you a feedback and that is that's definitely what we were looking for we want you to comment we're going to read your comments throughout the show right here on the you know i'm right on football live stream and looking at the schedule today anthony the only thing to note really is there were some games being moved around and this past Thursday's Thursday night football game is going to be played tomorrow, Monday night, 5, 5 p.m. The Chiefs are going to take on the Bills and you still have the Cardinals and Cowboys on Sunday night. And the other, there are some, there are some, there was some additional tests going out. Uh, and this morning, nobody who was already tested positive, uh, there's no additional positive tests for COVID-19, which is certainly what you want to see. Um, so, so all clear. We're going to play football today. Uh, and some regular injury notes. Uh, the Eagles wide receiver, Deshaun Jackson, who I can't stand because of the Giants fan. He's destroyed them for many years. He is out today against the Ravens, but of course he's going to be expected to play this upcoming Thursday versus the Giants. Uh, the Jaguars, as we mentioned, they, there was a little scare there, but they have no zero positive tests, so everyone's going to play in their game against the Lions. Browns wide receiver, former Giants wide receiver, Anthony Odell Beckham Jr. is listed as questionable for today's game against the Ravens due to illness, but he's expected to play, as is wide receiver Jarvis Landry. What, do you, what have you thought about what Odell Beckham Jr. has been able to do this year? He's having a really, really big year, and the Giants are certainly missing him. Yeah, it's interesting, and uh, Odell Beckham is a sore spot for me as a Giants fan, I mean, he had a great beginning of his career there, the one-handed catch. I mean, he was the biggest player that we wanted to celebrate during uh, a time when we didn't really make the playoffs very often. 
However, this year, you know, I think there was a lot of talk the last couple of years about how he's a cancer in the, in the locker room and he doesn't really get along with everybody. He's not a winner, right? And I think there is a little different set of expectations this year. Maybe the spotlight was off him and the Cleveland Browns this year a little bit. Um, I'm not sure that they were expected to to do that well, but you know, Come Beckham off, came off a bad season, so expectations were down. And you know, if you look back, Beckham in 2016, he led the Giants to the playoffs. They lost the game, but I mean, without him, the offense would have been terrible. How many times did you see Eli Manning throw the ball five or so, five to ten yards? Odell Beckham catches it and runs another sixty for a touchdown. So definitely one of the most dynamic players in the league. So we'll get into that. We'll get into the Browns and Steelers game in a bit. Uh, Buccaneers running back Leonard Fournette is listed as questionable for today's game against the Packers. He's expected to be active but limited, and it's it's not expected this to be a regular workload for Fournette, who has an improved ankle injury, but he's still not 100. Baker Mayfield, we just talked about the Browns. He's listed as questionable for today's game against the Steelers due to a rib injury. He's going to start. Drew Locke, he's questionable for the Broncos against the Patriots, but he's also expected to start. Jaguars are receiver DJ Clark is listed as questionable uh, with an ankle injury against the Lions, but he's going to just go out in the pregame. Let's see what happens. Uh, players out today definitely are Melvin Gordon, Noah Fant, KJ Hamler, Dalvin Cook, Tack McKinley, Mo Ali Cox, Deontay Johnson, David DeCastro, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Lane Johnson, Matt Pryor, and Sam Donald. Players expected to return today from injury. You have Devontae Adams, Chris Godwin. Julio Jones, Jimmy Garoppolo, Kyle Allen, Philip Lindsay, and A.J. Green. So certainly get your fantasy teams ready to go. And with all those lines, Sammy Watkins and Kaliche Osmele are both out against the Chief, for the Chiefs against the Bills tomorrow. And Dawson Knox is expected to uh, get back, get be out as well with the Bills. And the Falcons have placed John Kaminsky on the reserve COVID-19 list. And there are some other uh, COVID-19 people as, as well. Brandon Williams with the Ravens. And the Broncos released Blake Bortles. So he's out with Drew Locke back now. And in the past 24 hours, the Patriots, Colts, Falcons have all reopened their facility after shutting them down. They're just being very precautionary there with the COVID-19. And then the other big news for this week, Anthony, was that uh, Le'Veon Bell released from the Jets no, they're going to trade him, which is not possible. And uh, the Chiefs pick him up. They sign him for the rest of the year. What do you think about that signing for the Chiefs? And how do you how do you how would you sum up Le'Veon Bell's year and a half with the with the New York Jets? Mm. Summing it up, I mean, it's it's been a disaster. And you know what? Adam Gaze's uh, comments about him were very evasive at the press conferences following the trade uh, the him being released. I mean. He basically said that, you know, we couldn't figure him out. We couldn't put him into the offense, stuff like that. And I just didn't buy it. It's another rung in the ladder of the Jets are tanking this year for Trevor Lawrence. And that, that's my take. I mean, that might not be held by all people, but I think that, you know, the Jets are certainly, I mean, thrown in the towel. I mean, not fitting in a player of his caliber into an offense that clearly could use a running right. game to take some pressure off of Darnold. Right, no doubt about it. This is just a reminder for all of our listeners and viewers as a subscriber to the Chris Landry Football Network. You will receive a commercial-free experience of our Twitch show 
And that means you won't miss a minute. As a subscriber, you're the Chris Landry Football Insiders. We will lean on you to cheer, have fun, and of course, participate in the chat room. You're a part of the Chris Landry Football Show team. Thank you for being here. We always appreciate your comments, no doubt about it. And thank you for joining. And please help us spread the word that you can catch us on the Chris Landry Twitch channel at www.twitch.tv slash Chris Landry Football. And you can listen to this podcast on your mobile device by signing up for Chris Landry's Football's conference call, wherever you get your podcast for a look at the game of football from coaching, scouting, administrative perspective, go to LandryFootball.com today. From high school, college, to the NFL, from recruiting to the NFL draft to free agency, from pregame to postgame film analysis to all the inside scoop on players, teams, coaches, and schemes, LandryFootball.com is your source for all things football. Don't forget to take advantage of our special gaming offers from American betting experts. Go to LandryFootball.com, click on the ad located in the right upper right corner of the page pick among the gaming sites legal in your state sign up and instantly receive an account deposit match or risk-free bet from $100 to $1,000 it's that easy thanks to our sponsors from American betting experts so let's get into some betting odds here courtesy of nj.pointsbet.com head over there enter the promo code all all caps one word free cash to get your your bets in before the games start today so, Anthony, we're going to go through the games here, all the games, go predictions. We have the first game is the Atlanta Falcons. are They just fired their, their coach, Coach Quinn, and they're going to be headed to Minnesota to take on the Minnesota Vikings with Mike Zimmer's led team and Kirk Cousins. Dalvin Cook is out. Uh, Thielen's still in. Justin Jefferson playing as well. And in this game, the Falcons are three-and-a-half plenty dogs. How do you see this game playing out? Where do you, where do you think, where do you think, uh, where, what is your opinion on who's going to win this game? Uh, Falcons really struggle. I haven't really followed either team. I know that uh, Cousins has been playing a little bit better of late. Uh, on the other hand, for the Falcons, Julio Jones should return to the lineup today after missing uh, about three weeks with a hamstring. Uh, it's going to be, it's a tight one, clearly, but mm-hmm. um, I go with the Vikings. Yep. I think that the Falcons are in flux right now, getting rid of the head coach, and there's just been um, a lot going on there. So I'm going to go with yep. the Vikings, a little more stable. Yeah, I certainly agree. Uh, the Vikings are a good team. Uh, the record might not indicate it, but they have a really great core there. I do like Kirk Cousins as a quarterback. Dalvin Cook's out, but I think they're just going to end up throwing the ball more to Adam Thielen and Jefferson, which has been good so far. Certainly it's going to be a close game, no doubt about, about it. Breastman has a comment. After the firing of Dan Quinn under interim head coach Raheem Morris, is the Falcons' season still salvageable, or do they aim for a high first-round pick in 2021? If so, what positions do they need to upgrade? Uh, I think the season is not salvageable at this point, although you know the the Panthers aren't falling away with the division, nor the Bucks, nor the Saints. Uh, I think the Saints and Bucks are both pretty disappointed with the way they played so far. Uh, I think Bressman, the, the offense for the Falcons is really good. I mean, they're bringing up like 30, 40 points or even 50 against the Cowboys. Uh, they need to just really upgrade defensively. And I think they should start by picking up some uh, defensive ends who could rush the quarterback. It seems like the the quarterback, the opposing quarterbacks have so much time in the pocket there and they're able to really dissect the defense. So start with the defensive line and then, Certainly try to get some cornerbacks or safeties as well. All right, moving on to the next game here, Anthony. We have the Baltimore Ravens. 
they all want to take on the Philadelphia Eagles. The Eagles will have some fans in the stands. Do you think that would impact is going to impact the game at all, having a minimal amount of fans in the stands, or is it just that it's not going to matter too much because it's it's so minimal? And in this in this case, the Ravens are ten point favorites, and they're just so much better than the Eagles. I think the Eagles are going to be up for this game. Certainly, I mean, one of the first games with fans back. And they're playing the Ravens, and they're big underdogs. I think you so, just wrote an article for In the Zone on, on fans in the stands, right? Yeah, there you go. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking about writing about the soccer team. Philadelphia Union allowed a small number of fans to come back in uh, on October 11th last week. And it's interesting. You know, Philly's, uh, you know, ahead of the line there with fans returning. This game, you know, I would say the Ravens are too good for an upset, but I do think that that's going to play a factor. Yeah, well, we'll see if they're if they really get up or, or whatnot. But I think the I think the Ravens are just are just too too good. Uh, and you know, Lamar Jackson. And that, I don't think they're the I, I don't think they're the best team in their division. I think the Steelers are definitely better this year. But the Ravens are just another another class when it when it comes to. You know this game versus the Eagles. Uh, Bressman has a question: With little success against tight ends this season, will the Eagles have any chance of preventing Mark Andrews from scoring? Well, maybe he won't score, but if, if you're looking at it like a fantasy perspective, uh, targets typically the best way to figure out how a tight end will fare in fantasy. But Andrews, for the most part, is tough to figure out. This season, he's seen games of six, three, eight, three, and nine targets. Uh, I think maybe he'll be targeted more this season since the Eagles have trouble, trouble against uh, – he'll be targeted more this game because the Eagles have trouble against tight ends. Uh, the one consistent thing with Andrews is that he's able to score a lot. He averages a touchdown per game. So, you know what, Bressman, let's say he's going to get the touchdown. Uh, the Eagles' defense, which he's facing off against this week, has had issues containing tight ends, as you pointed out. They've let tight ends catch 32 of 37 balls thrown their way, which is terrible. Uh, they've also allowed five touchdowns, which is – Third most in the NFL behind the Falcons and Saints. In total, Philadelphia has given up 59 fantasy points to tight ends this year, which is the fifth worst in the league. You got to start Andrews. Tony, why don't you go pick up Mark Andrews right now for your, your fantasy football team? Because <laughs> he's going to have a good Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Next game up, the Washington football team taking on the New York Giants. Giants are the one-point favorites in this game. I'll let you give your analysis first here, Anthony, and then I'll probably rip into the Giants here. Okay. You know, it's a battle of two bottom-dwelling teams, Giants looking to get their first victory of the season. You know, they have had a lot of trouble scoring. They did better against the Cowboys, who have struggling defense last week. And now this week they're running into Washington football team defense, especially defensive line, which is strong, has a lot of first-round picks on it. So it's going to be an interesting matchup. I think that the Giants are going to have to radically change their offense in order to put up a lot of points here. I think that they showed some progress last week, but with that pressure coming, we know Daniel Jones struggles with the pressure and the turning over the ball and everything. It's going to be tough against that defense, and really it's going to be on the Giants' defense to come out and with the Washington football team struggling to find a starting quarterback, Dwayne Haskins demoted the third string and Kyle Allen injured, possibly not playing. Will they go with Alex Smith again? 
And will that play into the Giants' hands, you know, being able to put a little more pressure there? And, you know, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. My prediction is that the Giants come away needing that first win. They're going to come away with like a field goal 17-14 win. All right. I think uh, Graham Gano has been fantastic this season. He's the Giants' whole offense. Going to be a pro baller, even though they cancel the pro ball. They'll still vote for pro ballers. And he's probably the top fantasy kicker right now in the league. I mean, he's averaging three field goals per game, which is great. Uh, Breastman says, who won the matchup today between Washington D.N., Chase Young, and New York Giants left tackle Andrew Thomas, number two and number four in the 2020 first-round drafts? I mean, I don't really like either of these guys. I'm just going to go with Chase Young just because of the fact that Daniel Jones is known to fumble at least once a game. So putting that into play there, it's probably it's probably likely that that's going to happen again today. So uh, I, I'd kind of lean that way. Now, I think Kyle Allen's going to get the start. Kyle Allen was holding his own last week. Uh, he was able to orchestrate a 10-play, 73-yard drive that he personally capped with a 7-yard rushing touchdown to give the football team an early 7 Six advantage. Then, however, he got a head helmet to helmet hit by Jalen Ramsey in the second quarter, which knocked him out of the game, which led to Alex Smith returning. And kudos to Alex Smith for, for coming back. What a road to recovery gets in there. I think I'm gonna have to roll roll with the Washington football team in this one. Giants lose again. Uh Giants and the Jets, the two worst teams in the league. Falcons aren't that good either, and nor are the Texans. Uh, and Washington's not that great either, but Hey, Washington's got a chance here. They have a win. They could still win the division because the Cowboys and the Eagles are not any good either. So uh, there's a lot to play for there. And the Giants 0-5, which is it's going to be tough. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they won this game, but I think I'm just going to have to lean more towards Washington here just with the way that things have been going. Should be a close game. Most Giants games are. And then ultimately at the end, it just comes down to Daniel Jones, too many interceptions, too many fumbles and it's gonna it's gonna cost them again all right next game up we got the texans taking on the titans so the titans come back after quite a layoff they beat the bills and the texans of course with romeo cornell is now their coach uh so the titans are favored by three and a half points anthony i definitely like the titans in this game uh they're undefeated at this point i certainly think they're still gonna win the division there or at least it's going to be close with the Colts and Texans. I really, you know, I think they're just in a tailspin and they're just going to play out the season here and just hope for the best next year. But the Titans, uh, they're, they're, they got big plans here with the playoffs coming forward. So who do you, who do you have in this game? I got the Titans as well. You know, number one seed right now. And they're just, they're looking very strong. Derrick Henry with the stiff arm, get out of here, Josh Norman. I mean, that was really a statement there. You know, they had a little trouble with COVID uh, recently. Mm-hmm. But, you know, as of now, uh, no major players have gotten it. That's not to take anything away from anybody else. But, you know, if Derrick Henry's healthy and, uh, you know, the rest are uh, Tannehill, you know, those guys are just riding the high right now. Right. Um, so. I got the Titans in this game. Unfortunately for Deshaun Watson, he's a great player, but this team's struggling a lot right. this year. So, Brustman with Mike Bravel's 
aggressive blitz packages. Well, Javon Clowney got his first sack of the season against Deshaun Watson and his former team. It's a tough one. I mean, uh, Watson's been sacked a ton this year, but I'm going to say no. I think Watson will be able to uh, escape and not get sacked. But thanks for the question. I really appreciate Very it. Very mobile. Very mobile mm-hmm. quarterback. All right. Broncos taking on the Patriots. Drew Locke and Cam Newton's back. So uh, you saw the Patriots look absolutely horrible with Hoyer as quarterback. Broncos are third and a half point underdogs. I do think they keep it close, but I do believe the Patriots at home with Cam Newton back will be too much to handle. And Russman says, coming back after a positive COVID-19 test, we see Cam Newton struggle with his running ability and will he be forced to have more pocket presence? Uh, I don't think he's going to be forced to have more pocket presence. And I think that the Patriots are thinking, Newton's here for this one year. Let's just run the wheels until they come off of him. So I think they're going to be super aggressive and they're going to just get all they can out of him. He's a rental guy. And, you know, I think maybe they tone it down slightly this week, but he's still going to be moving and running. And I do like the Patriots in this game. How about you, Anthony? Same here. Don't bet against Belichick. And yeah. the Broncos, I mean, you know, listen, um, whatever was going on, third-string quarterback starting against the Jets. They were able to put up a lot of points. But this is the Patriots, and, you know, the stakes are getting a little higher here. Got to go with the Patriots. And, yeah. you know, Newton, too. You know, Newton's got to prove he's back and healthy, right? right. He's a prideful guy. Uh, Drew Locke back for the Broncos. I expect him to kind of ease into things uh, with the shoulder injury, but I think he'll have a, a pretty good game. Next game here, we got the Bears taking on the Panthers. This is an interesting matchup because the Panthers, mm-hmm. I've been doubting them all season, and they're looking good. They're actually favored in this game. The Bears, I think, are the superior team, but I don't like Nick Foles as the quarterback. I think he's just he doesn't have the mobility that Mitchell Trubisky has, and I think they need to go back to Trubisky here. So I, I could see this game going either way, um, but I'm going to go with – I'll go with the Bears. I think they, they pull this one out. A close game, um, and now the – they're actually now um, two-point underdogs. This is happening a lot of times, so maybe I take them with the points. But um, but if if full struggles, I think they need to go back to Trubisky here. But uh, what are your thoughts on these two teams, Anthony? Yeah, I mean, my experience with the Bears this season is them limiting the Giants to, like, 13 points in week two. <laughs> and <laughs> so, you know, I think they have a pretty good defense based on that. Um, you know, Jumping the ship from Trubisky to Foles seems like a bit of an overreaction. Clearly, they're trying to get as many wins as they can with a more experienced, more steady quarterback. But, again, you sacrifice some of that flair that maybe Trubisky had. And I don't know. We'll see how it turns out. This week, I'm going to say I'll go with the Bears based on the strength of that defense. And speaking of defense, Bruce has a question. He says, well, Akeem Hicks and – Khalil Mack have any success in stopping Bridgewater? I think so. I mean, they've been successful stopping pretty much everybody. Look what they did to Daniel Jones, Anthony. I mean, Giants could not do anything. Uh, Has Robbie Anderson broken out as a top-tier receiver in the league with new quarterback in Teddy Bridgewater? No, he's not a top-tier receiver. Uh, He is fast. Well, I mean, Jets fans knew that, but he's nothing nothing special that he's really going to change games. Uh, All right, next game up here, we have – the Detroit Lions taking on the Jacksonville Jaguars, two teams that are not that great. Uh, 
Lions are favored by three, but I'm going to roll with Minshew Mania once again and the Jacksonville Jaguars here. Everyone thought the Jaguars were going to come out and try to lose every game to draft Trevor Lawrence, but the players in the team, they were not part of that plan. So give me the uh, the Jaguars in this one. I think the Lions are just not that good, and they might be contending for the number one pick as well. Ooh, really? It's, this is supposed to be Matt Stafford's big year. I was uh, hearing a lot of people. It's I not. Keep, uh, uh, you know what's what's always what's always coming but never arrives tomorrow. It's uh, they're always saying Stafford's going to have this big year, but it never happens. And at least he hasn't been injured this year. Usually he's injured by this time every season. Yeah, that's a plus for them. Yeah, in this matchup, you know the Lions, uh, uh, they just yeah they just can't get it together fully. I mean, the, the Jaguars are a train wreck. So I'm still going to take the the. Uh, the Lions in this game, though, I, I just think that – I don't know. I mean, Jacksonville's really struggled lately. I don't know. The, the, the last few performances don't give me much confidence. All right. So, you got you got an interesting matchup there, two teams that aren't that great. Uh, Breston, well, Detroit allowing the most rushing yards per game this season with them allowing most rushing yards per, yards per game this season. Will they be able to stop James Robinson? Um, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, Jim Robinson is truly showing what he can do. He can do it all for Jacksonville. They're not really missing Fournette with him. But he's been targeted 21 times in his last four games. And if you average out his carries and catches, the young running back touches the ball 17 times per game. That's the kind of opportunity that makes him someone you have to start in fantasy against the Lions, which, as you said, are pretty bad against running backs. So you have... A no-brainer decision there to pull the trigger and start Robinson this week. Should be in for another another good game there. All right, next game up, we got – we touched about it earlier. The Browns taking on the Steelers. This is the game of the week. Two teams coming in flying high. Steelers undefeated. Browns one loss. Steelers are the favorites. Claypool had a crazy game last week, uh, four touchdowns. But you know, we mentioned Adele's looking good. Landry's looking good. This is the real test here, a game here for the Browns because if they want to be contenders like they think they should be, they need to win this game against the Steelers. And I think it could go either way, but I think I'm going to lean with the Steelers in this one. I think the Steelers are a little better. Uh, their defense is just incredible. Uh, you've seen it. You've seen it all year with the Steelers' defense. Uh, Breastman will, will chase Claypool. Will chase Claypool one game under last week. We continue to have a breakout season. I think also continue to have a good season. Certainly, I don't expect him to score four touchdowns another game, but I think he's definitely a good weapon now for the Steelers, a legit one as well. Uh, but yeah, big game, game of the week. I'm going to go with the Steelers in this one, Anthony. It's going to be interesting to see how Baker Mayfield copes with that Steelers uh, pressure there, the defensive line and linebacking core which is very good so um it's going to be interesting i i will root i'll root for baker mayfield to put in an underdog performance so you know hey I'll, I'll go with the browns in this one a little upset a little flair in this game i'd like to see it why not why not all right moving on we got the Bengals taking on the colts joe burrow as good as advertised for the most part this season with the Bengals, taking on the Colts. Colts are favored by seven and a half points. People are saying they don't really like what the Colts are, are doing as of late offensively. Uh, their defense is good. They're winning games. So I think you got to continue to go with the Colts here. I don't know about 
I don't know about you know the point spread there. I think the Bengals seven and a half is, is a big number. I'd probably take that. But I think to win the game, I would. I've got. I'm going to go with the Colts. Uh, I like what I'm seeing from Jonathan Taylor. I think they're going to continue to to get him involved a lot more. Uh, but what do you what do you think about this game? Is that Philip Rivers' new team? Philip Rivers, yeah, on the Colts. Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, Philip Rivers. I'm a Giants fan. They picked Eli Manning. We we didn't pick uh, Philip Rivers, so I can't pick him in this game. <laughs> uh, I mean, the Giants did pick Philip Rivers, and they, they, traded, they traded for Eli Manning. All right, so you're going to pick against him. I like Philip Rivers a lot. Will Joe Burrow have any success against the Colts, who have the number one ranked defense? Burrow leads the league in most times sacked, says the breast man. Yeah, he's going to be sacked, uh, and he's going to be he's going to it's going to be a tough game. The Colts' defense is very good. Uh, I think Burrow he's going to hang tough, but he's going to continue to take a beating with his poor offensive line. I think ultimately the Colts' defense is too good, and Philip Rivers and Jonathan Taylor on the offensive side lead the Colts to victory. All right, now the next game up, you got the New York Jets taking on the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins, when's the last time this happened? They're eight-and-a-half-point favorites. you got to go with them on that because the, the, the Jets have never been able to cover any spreads this year. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick is someone you got to start in this matchup. Uh, you know, he, you never know Fitzpatrick. is Jekyll and Hyde. Sometimes he's great, sometimes he's bad. But this is based solely on the matchup. The Jets are 0-5, and they're terrible. And the Dolphins' offense has been surprisingly trending up after a blowout against the 49ers. Fitz Magic was the third best scoring quarterback in fantasy in week five. And there's no reason to believe the Jets will put up more of a fight against him than the 49ers did, injuries or not. Uh, fire him up for this game and target him as a streaming option if you're between quarterbacks as well. So I'm definitely going to roll Fitzpatrick and the Dolphins in this one. Uh, what do you think, Anthony? I'm rolling with Fitz Magic and the Dolphins. They got this one. I mean, Fitz Magic just—he's going to show up to this one, right? Absolutely. It's yeah, Breastman says, "Are you surprised to see the Dolphins are favored to win for the first time in 21 games?" Uh, no, I'm not surprised to see they're favored to beat the Jets, who are pathetic. But to see they're favored to win by eight and a half points—that's that's a big number. But you got to roll with the Dolphins in this one. Uh, no, you're not going to see Tua for a while. I, maybe you don't even see him until, until December. But, yeah, the Jets, absolutely horrendous, Anthony. Uh, Adam Gaze, he said he had no, no, he had nothing to say, really, about Le'Veon Bell leaving the team. Obviously, the team's going to be worse now without Bell, right? So, yeah. you, you can't expect them to win anytime soon. You got to go with the Dolphins. Every time a team sees the Jets on their schedule, they're probably so happy. Like, ah, oh, it's basically a bye week. I could just go in there and, <laughs> and relax. Away. All right, so that's it for the 1 o'clock games. We only have one four o'clock game. Uh, oh, sorry, that's it for the 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 the, for the AFC games for the day. Uh, the Jets Dolphins are the only AFC game playing at four o'clock. The only NFC game playing at four o'clock is uh, the other game of the week. Uh, I think the Bang. I think the the Steelers and Browns is the game of the week. But this is also a huge game. The best team in the NFC, the Green Bay Packers, are going to be taking on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Packers are favored by. Five, one and a half. The Packers are winning this game, Anthony. Aaron Rodgers is having a fantastic year. And the Buccaneers do not look that great. They lost on Thursday Night Football last week to the Bears with Nick Foles, who was not looking good. And I I think, uh, as Preston points out, Leon Jones being able to score against Tampa was number one ranked defense despite losing 
Vita Vea. Yeah, Vea's a big loss. Uh, I don't know if Jones will be able to score. It's always tough to say. But I do think that Aaron Jones will have a decent game. And the Packers, they've been scoring nonstop. So I think the Packers will be able to put up points without a problem. And it's going to be coming down to Kemp Tampa Bay score enough points to keep up with the Packers. So I like Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and the Green Bay Packers this week. Devontae Adams back as well against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And this is really going to continue to, to trend in the direction of the Packers looking for the number one seed and getting the bye in the playoffs. Of course, the Seahawks are also undefeated, but I do like the Packers better because all the Seahawks games have been very close, one one to seven point games. But this game, Anthony Packers versus Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who do you like? And this is the third time that the uh, the two all-time greats in Rodgers and Brady are facing off in a game. Uh, I still like the Packers. Yeah, they're rolling. They, they have their wide receiver, Alan Lazard, is out for the game. That's kind of a piece that's, you know, one of Rodgers' favorite wide receivers. But he's just playing too good. Um, Buccaneers have kind of been up and down this year. Even though they have Brady, uh, it doesn't seem like, you know, unless they get Gronk going, mm-hmm. right? If Gronk can play a big factor in this game, you know, and convert on red zone opportunities, then – we could see it maybe go the other way, but in a shootout anyways, I'm going to take Aaron Rodgers no matter who he's playing, honestly. Because he, yeah. I've seen him time and time again win games uh, in the fourth quarter. No doubt about it. You got you to gotta roll, gotta roll with Rodgers until he's, uh, you know, until proven otherwise, until someone come, come in and beat them. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Now, Sunday Night Football, we got the Rams taking out the 49ers. Uh, Rams are favored by three. Now, going back to our preseason show here uh, with Joe, I said the 49ers are not making the playoffs this year. I'm going to stand by that. I said the Rams will make the playoffs. And don't forget the Rams are good. They were just in the Super Bowl two years ago. Rams are going to win this one very easily. And the Rams are going to continue to to stick right in there in the NFC West with the Seahawks. So what do you think about this game? Yeah, the Rams, uh, they, they showed uh, against the Giants, you know, again, very tough defense. And, you know, Jared Goff, I mean, I'm not crazy about him, but, you know, I think uh, he's going to be progressing forward here a little bit. He's going to have a good game here. I'll go with the Rams as well. All right, Bressman, can the 49ers struggling offensive line stop Aaron Donald and the Rams, whose defense leads the league in sacks this season? No way. Aaron Donald – you saw him sack sack uh, the Washington football team's quarterbacks four times last week, and he he basically jumped on Aaron, uh, Alex Smith's back, and it was like a piggyback ride for a sack. Absolutely brutal. Uh, Aaron Donald's gonna, Aaron Donald is going to get in there, and and there's no doubt about it that Jimmy Garoppolo and his game back is going to get sacked by by Aaron Donald, or at least he's going to blow up some big runs and impact the game greatly. All right, so. Now we got an interesting game for tomorrow. We got the Chiefs taking on the Bills. Bills are coming off a loss. I I kind of not surprised they lost. I think they were looking ahead towards this game with the Chiefs. This is this is the Chiefs' really first like big test in a while. Obviously, they blew out the uh, they blew out the Ravens in Week Two. They were playing it close with the Patriots, but the Patriots they. They obviously are starting quarter, who's terrible. And, uh, you know, the, the Chiefs here, they, they they almost lost to the Chargers. I think this is the week that the, the, the Chiefs lose, though. 
Bills Ooh. plus five, take that as well. Uh, I think I think Josh Allen, he's going to come back out. He's going to have a big game after last week with the Titans. Uh, Josh Allen was in the MVP discussion uh, beforehand, and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised here if the Bills come out and win this game. I think you'd be surprised, though, Anthony, right? You're going to roll with the Chiefs in this one. Well, it's it's interesting, you know. Josh Allen's uh, MVP like performance the other game is stepping things up, and I think that um, you know the Chiefs kind of looked invincible through the first uh, few weeks. You know, they were reigning champions; everything was going their way. Mahomes in many of those games was putting the team on his back. I mean, you know, scoring five touchdowns I guess two weeks ago. And he was doing a lot for them. So that makes you wonder a little bit, does the rest of their team step up to the challenge? Right. As much Le'Ve- as what is Le'Veon Bell going to do today, Anthony? Uh, like three, day, three days notice that he's going to be playing for the, for the Chiefs in this game. Yeah, I mean, you know, new offense probably, I mean, radically different from Adam Gase's offense. Is that safe to say? Yeah, so, I think so. <laughs> I think, you know, they'll, they'll figure a way to, to, to fit him in and he'll contribute well. I mean, you know, I'm not looking at 100 yards, but I think, you know, because I think probably they're going pass heavy. But, you know, he'll help. He'll help things out. And, you know, we'll go with, you know, he'll get like 10 to 15 carries probably, you know, maybe 60, 70 yards would be good. I don't know about maybe a touchdown. We'll see. Uh, Brustman says, are we seeing a possible AFC championship matchup? preview in today's game between the Chiefs and the Bills. Uh, I'm not as high on the Chiefs as many people, but I think just the way that their schedule breaks down and uh, the AFC West is is not that strong at the moment. I do think the Chiefs have a very easy path back to the AFC Championship game. They've been there the last uh, two years, so uh, I think they'll, they'll certainly be back there. The Bills, I really, I like, I'm really high on the Bills, um, but I don't think they're going to get a higher seeding than the Steelers. I think the Steelers are going to end up being the number one seed in the AFC. So I think I'd have to probably say that the Chiefs and Bills would be end up playing before they even get to the AFC Championship. But I definitely think it's a playoff preview. Um, but I think the Steelers are more likely to get that number one seed. Um, so you have to watch out for, for that with the seedings. And hey, don't watch, don't. Don't forget about the Browns right now, Anthony. They're looking very Ooh. good. And the Ravens are going to have a little bit of something to say. And the Colts, the best defense in the league, and the undefeated Titans as well, going to be really fun to see how the AFC playoffs break down. Our last game of the week here, you got the Arizona Cardinals who are one-point favorites heading to Dallas to take on Andy Dalton and the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, Andy Dalton is great. He's the best backup quarterback in the league, so I don't think they're going to really miss much with Dak Prescott out. However, Kyler Murray is just unstoppable. You saw you saw that Daniel Jones was able to run all over the Cowboys last week. Now imagine Kyler Murray on the on the Cardinals, who is a Heisman Trophy winner and he's one of the leading rushers in the league as a quarterback. You got to you got to. I'm picking the Cardinals here. DeAndre Hopkins has the most receptions in the league. I. Uh, Best fantasy quarterback, best fantasy uh, wide receiver right now, along with Odell Beckham Jr. I'm going with the Arizona Cardinals here. Again, I've been saying it for weeks. The Cowboys are just not that good. And I think the Cardinals are a playoff team. So I'm going to pick the Cardinals here, Anthony. I don't blame you at all. After seeing the Cowboys almost give the game away to the Giants last week, 
how can you have any confidence in him? I mean, Andy Dalton came into that game and completed, you know, most of his passes looked pretty good, but he's not a guy that really inspires me uh, going forward. He's not like a real fiery guy who's going to jack the team up before this big game. And like you said, Kyler Murray's on a roll. So, you know, Kyler Murray, who a lot of people said, you know, he's a little too small to play quarterback in the NFL. Well, he's proven them wrong this year. And he's really off to a good start. So in this game, you got to go with the hot quarterback, and that's the Arizona Cardinals. I guess Pressman is like an NFL uh, researcher here. He goes, Kyler Murray has not lost a game at AT&T Stadium. He has 6-0 all time since high school. Three state championship wins and a Big 12 championship with Oklahoma. Will he continue that streak today? Yep. 7 0. 7 0 at the no. stadium. No doubt about it. Kyler Murray, he'll pick it up that victory and the Cardinals will be going to win. So that's all the games there. It's, it's been fun, Anthony. Appreciate you having on. Uh, any last thoughts on, on this, this football season so far or, or this week in general? Yeah, we've had some curveballs with, uh, Teams uh, suspending or, you know, delaying games just a couple days due to COVID. But, you know, I was listening to Max Kellerman on the radio over the weekend and made some good points that, you know, he thinks that the league should consider a bubble, uh, at least for the playoffs or maybe later in the season. What do you think about that? I think certainly for the playoffs, they're going to do it. I think they'll have the bubble stadiums will probably be AT&T Stadium in Dallas. And they'll probably have Las Vegas with the Raiders Stadium as the bubble stadiums. AFC, the AFC will end up being in in, uh, in in Dallas, so that the Raiders, if they make the playoffs, they won't be able to play at home. And the NFC will be ending up playing in Las Vegas, so in case the Cowboys make the playoffs, they can't play at home, and there'll be a neutral field thing there. Definitely, that's going to happen. Joe and I discussed that as well on our podcast for In the Zone IO, which of course is where you can catch all of Anthony's articles and interviews with EJ Raddick on the daily. All right. So mm-hmm. Anthony, it's, it's been fun. Thanks for filling in for Joe this week. And that's going to do it here for this episode of, you know, of football for Anthony Paradiso. I'm Nick Durst. And thank you for listening and watching, you know, I'm right on football.